Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. How are you feeling today? Frankly, I am exhausted. <laughs> and I just so wish we were in a room together. We could have a conversation. I miss people. All right. I'm going to be talking about a concept that I have come up with because I've noticed this pattern over the years within myself and I've seen it with my clients and I was finally able to put a title to it. It actually provided so much more clarity and I've been sharing it with my clients. So I'm going to share it with you all. So today I'm going to talk about the invisible soldier. And you know, when you get that email in your inbox and the sender is offloading their pain onto you. And if you're new here and you're like, what's Corinne talking about offloading? Offloading is you're feeling these feelings and you just want to get rid of it and you just put it on somebody else. You attack them. You you just slime them with however you're feeling. You're grumpy. <laughs> Think about some people I know, I'm not going to name names, and they wake up in the mornings and <laughs> it just comes right at you. And you're like, oh gosh, I could feel it coming my way. On the show, I've talked about being responsible for the energy you bring into the room. And you can tell when people have had a bad day or are grumpy and just offloading it, they're getting it off onto you and you can feel it. And that happens in emails. Like, do you get those emails? And so the sender is offloading their pain onto you and they become short with you. And let's face it, people are getting really short these days. Like I open the show with, I'm exhausted. I really am. And I would be so excited, honestly, to be sitting in a room and having these kind of conversations. I miss having these. Well, I get to talk with really fantastic people throughout the week as I'm coaching people, but having dialogues with people, that's what I love. So here we are in this space. I get the privilege of being in your ear and we're having this conversation. But knowing that people are really short, they're exhausted, especially if they haven't done the emotional work, they don't even know what's happening inside of them. They're just boof, right? And those of us who are doing the emotional work, we're still getting short. I'm still getting short. I need to take a break from social media this weekend. And when you get this email, you immediately rise up to what they want before you even consider what you want. So I'm going to say that again. Bing an email comes in your box. The person on the other end is short with you. They're often in their pain. They're irritated. And immediately you go into, oh, I'm going to rise up and go and do it. I'm not even going to consider what I want, whether I think it's right or wrong. I'm just going to go do it. You take on responsibility for whatever angst they have and follow their invisible directive. They may not tell you what they want, but it's implied in there. And it's invisible to the words, but there's communication. This taking responsibility, this taking action, that my friend is the invisible soldier inside of you. You follow orders and frankly, the orders are invisible. There's not an upfront directive, but man, oh man, is there ever a directive and you follow it. 
and you don't ask questions, you take action. The kind where it's unconscious and you're running on automation. You know what I'm talking about. This can also happen when you're in conversation with somebody. (laughs) I found myself in this boat many times. They start to tell you their idea. And this is their vision, their dream. Like this can be a good thing, like not even the offloading of the pain, right? They're telling you an idea, a vision. This could be a spouse. This could be a friend. This could be your child. And before you know it, you're doing the work to make it happen. Is this something I believe in? Do I have the capacity to do it? You just go make it happen for them. Raise your hand on your walk (laughs) about driving. If this is you, just raise your hand. My hand's up. If you could see me, you would see my hands up. So that's another way that our invisible soldier shows up is somebody can tell us something and we go and put it into play. And you did all the work without ever asking yourself, what do I want? Is this my dream? Is this my priority? Is this my desire? Instead, you do it because of the invisible order. And what I mean by that is that we have these invisible structures and they're not out in front. They're not like, you know, the front door of my home or this office space. They're invisible. They're the roles that we play. They're within our communities. They're our friends, our families. They're in our workplace. And for some of you, it's also the patriarchy the way that our organization, our culture has been programmed and how leadership is supposed to be done. So my favorite shows that I've loved from, from the previews before it even happened and I've fallen in love with and absolutely one of my favorite is the show This Is Us. And there was a scene where Rebecca, Rebecca is the mom, she's Mandy Moore's character, where Rebecca is a young girl and I believe she's watching television And in the scene, she's watching her mom and she's watching the patriarchy that her mom is part of and how her mom is making sure all the things are set up for her father. Her mother is serving her father. And Rebecca watches her mom serve her father, not because this is something that her mother wants, desires, but it's because that is what her invisible soldier is doing. It's taking action. There's been the programming of here's the hierarchy and this is what you must do. To be a good wife, to be a good mother, this is what you must do. And so that's what I'm talking about is when are you an invisible soldier? You can be a male and be an invisible soldier. You can be a female and be an invisible soldier. We all have it. Here's some other examples because it doesn't just happen in our homes. This happens in the workplace. This happens within our communities and with our friends. So I'm going to go through a few different ones so that you can start to see and then put this into your life. And where do you notice the invisible soldier coming up? How about this? You get an email. (laughs) Do you notice how you respond? (laughs) Do you put yourself in the position of a soldier and the sender as someone of higher rank than you. And this is irregardless of if the real positions the two of you have. You may be 
the same level at work. You may be, you know, co-partners, you may be husband and wife, right? You may be on the same line in the org chart, but you put them at a higher rank. Do you listen to what the other person says and then take them as your orders for you to execute without any thought? This is an example of your invisible soldier. Do you worry that they don't trust you? When you get this email and they're asking a question, you go, oh my God, they don't trust me. Do you start to dress rehearse tragedy? Do you feel muzzled that you aren't allowed to say anything? Do you immediately fear getting into trouble? This, my friend, is the voicelessness of the invisible soldier. Here's another one that took me a long time. (laughs) It's the quote famous, we, we we. Have you ever heard that term used? It can be in a meeting, it can be in families, it can be in communities, it can be in volunteer organizations. When you're in a meeting that we, that's been used, we should do this. We need to do this. We must accomplish this. And then you leave the meeting. Now we leave Zoom meetings, but then you leave the meeting and you realize at 12 o'clock at night, you're the only one doing it. You're implementing, you're putting in all the extra work hours and your friends are off having a good time or your colleagues are off having a good time or your spouse is off having a good time, but here you are grinding away because we, you took on as you and you're starting to see this is the invisible soldier in your life. I remember when I had that epiphany, I don't know, it was like 10 or 12 years ago. And I started just asking, you know, when they said we, I said, who is we? (laughs) The meeting came to a halt. It's fantastic because that was my way of starting to stop taking on that we title and overworking myself. So we is another example of the invisible soldier. We meaning you, and then you go take care of it. And then I don't need to. Now, the next one is this one, go along to get along. So here's a few that are COVID related examples. These are stories that have been shared with me recently. So I had a friend who she's really been worked hard at being in her bubble. And because of the work she does, she can work from home, being very, very cautious about it. And she recently had a, one of her good friends, a friend of 30 years, invite her over to have wine. And they were going to socially distance out in the front yard, far apart. And my friend felt comfortable with that. They had agreed upon it. My friend had wine, wine glasses, corkscrew. Like she's like, I'm going, I'm all contained. I'm, it's like the pop-up wine activity, right? I'm bringing my own stuff. Everything's included. We'll just share some uh, common ground so that we can talk to each other in person. So she knocks at her friend's door. Her friend opens it, says, oh, come on in. I'm not ready yet. I'm behind, but come on in. My friend's invisible soldier, and this woman's powerful and she's strong and she's brilliant. Her invisible soldier walked in and she said to me, she said, Corinne, I was in that house for 15 minutes. I didn't know what to do because her invisible soldier had been programmed. When somebody opens the door, come on in. And now we're in this new world of COVID and a lot of us have decision fatigue. A lot of us we're learning how to navigate these new ways of being and we're not sure how to have these conversations or we may not have enough courage inside of ourselves to speak our truth. So she walked in and went against herself and her own integrity. 
And then instead of being in the front yard, they went in the backyard. And she said, okay, well, we're in the backyard. And then she found that other people were coming. So instead of being very small group, her daughter and herself and her friend, there were other people and she couldn't wait to get out of there, but she waited until it ended and then left. That my friends is an invisible soldier. We go along to get along. And these can be with our lifelong friends, but because this current global pandemic, there's so many controversial and differing opinions. We tend not to speak, but I ask you at what cost? what cost to you? Another example during COVID is masks. (laughs) Oh crap. The turmoil about this. This is why I need to get off of social media right now. Masks. If we are living with this idea of go along to get along, you're uncomfortable. You don't want to speak up. And this invisible soldier inside of you sees the invisible order and goes along with others to get along. But here's the problem. Just like my friend did, When you allow the invisible soldier to come up, you abandon yourself and the risks right now are really high. So masks, and I've gone through this myself, you know, for a long time, I had the hard conversations with friends. I wouldn't walk with them, not even socially distanced, not even with masks. And then when I was walking, I'd walk by myself with masks. And then as we were getting to the end of shelter in place and I just needed people and it seemed safer because everybody else was doing, I started walking with friends. I still wore my mask. They did not. And then finally last weekend, I started going, hmm, I don't know if this is safe. And while I'm wearing a mask and protecting them from what could potentially be my germs, it's not protecting me from potentially their germs. And so the go along, because for a while there, I thought, okay, I'm not imposing my values on them. I'm going to wear my mask. If they do what they do, that's fine. But there's that go along to get along. My own invisible soldier came up and I'm pretty damn brave. I'm pretty fierce and I speak my mind and I've had many uncomfortable conversations and here was an area. And I share that with you because I don't want you to beat yourself up when you start to uncover your own invisible soldier. We all have them, unpack them, see them so that you can change them. That's how it works. So if you notice when you get concerned about a blow up or an uncomfortable conversation or situation, the invisible soldier in you will show up just like Rebecca's mom. And this is us. She takes care of the needs of others. So the situation doesn't become uncomfortable for the other person. And instead, the invisible soldier suffers in silence and invisibility. Another example is back in the day when we used to be in rooms together, but it could be on a zoom call, but not speaking out to the privilege in the room. Because again, your invisible soldier is trained to let those higher up in the org chart to speak and not question or challenge them because it's not your place. And so you don't say anything and you're quiet and you're watching the wrong. You're watching, you're uncomfortable what's being said and done. And I get it. It's really hard in their days that we have such little capacity for our courage. And I have quite a bit of courage and there are days I'm like, Oh, I don't know if there's many drops left inside of me. So I get it. That's why I'm exhausted. And I share I'm exhausted with you and I'm okay. It's okay to be exhausted. And I know that 
it's okay and I'll take care of myself and I'll refuel so that I can rise again. But not speaking out to the privilege in the room. And it doesn't mean, like I think we go into this and I used to, especially when I was in my 20s, go into this all or nothing, like I'm just going to be righteous and I'm going to speak out to you and those with privilege, I'm going to take you down. But it's not this black and white. It's also about how can you get yourself heard? And I'm not judging anyone who is doing it in different ways because sometimes people are really deaf and you do have to raise your voice quite a bit to be heard, to be seen. But when you're in a room and you're speaking out to privilege, maybe it's in a family situation or maybe it's in a workplace situation, how can you speak out and ask the questions and challenge instead of letting your invisible soldier silence you because of the hierarchy that's involved? These are not simple problems to solve. They will take up a lot of brain juice. You will hit decision fatigue. (laughs) This is so not an uplifting podcast, but this is truth. And we must speak to the truth because the good news is, is that you can get through this. You can overcome this and become so empowered in your life and empower others around you by leading, by being an example. So speaking out to the privilege in the room is something that you can do. It's going to take practice. You're probably going to want to go, you know, hundred miles an hour at first, you know, because like we have that hard time of that small steps or trying to figure out how to navigate the gray. And so we go black and white thinking we want to navigate the gray in between and practice that and do it. And how do you do it so that you can be effective? So you can be in line with your integrity. So I want to go back to this, the invisible soldier. So the invisible soldier is the part of you that loses your voice, that takes orders without even thinking it. You just, Oh, this is what needs to happen. And you're a foot soldier and you go and get it done. Cause this is what's been either told to you directly. Most often, especially in certain environments, it's not even told to you. It's implied right? And then they just know because you've built this sacred contract, you've built this agreement with other people that they know that you'll just get it done. Notice when your invisible soldier shows up. Again, it can be emails. It can be in meetings. When people are using the word we, who is we? That's a great question to ask. It can be under the premise of we must go along to get along. It can be part of the patriarchal hierarchy. It could be the way that you've been culturally programmed to function and operate within your family and the different roles, whether you're an adult child or you are the adult in your family and you're following those rules. Pay attention to those. Now that I've shared with you about our invisible soldiers, you're creating an awareness of what maybe you haven't seen before. Maybe you noticed this pattern, but you didn't have like the words to help you understand. So the next time before you step into the role of the invisible soldier, I invite you to stop, stop. So you walk out of that meeting or you click off the zoom meeting and there's been a whole bunch of wheeze and you're about to execute and do all the stuff. (laughs) Check in, stop. Is this what you want to do? Are these actions? Are you going into automatic mode and taking action before you're even conscious? 
just pay attention. Because sometimes what happens is we do this, we go into invisible soldier mode, and then later we get really, really mad. Mad at ourselves, mad at the other person, mad that we're fulfilling someone else's desires and not our own. So before you have that huge spillover effect, stop for a moment. And then maybe as a newbie at uncovering your invisible soldier, you will either have not taken steps forward, or maybe you need to backtrack and take some steps back. Maybe redo, change direction, and that's okay. Because we are learning. And I know there's a voice in the back of your head saying, but Corinne, it's too late. I'm however old you want to put in. Doesn't matter what number, because I have clients at every decade level, and they all say the same thing. It's too late. This is not too late for you, no matter how old you are. This is how we learn. We learn by making mistakes. This is how we actually create change by doing old behaviors, recognizing them, and then pivoting. That is how we change. I understand. I know you want it nice and clean. I know you want a nice three or four step process. Boom, right? Check it off. Here you go. Done, done, done. And I understand that we can be so frustrated that we're like, shoot, I'll even do a seven step process, even though I know I never get the last two steps done because I'll fall off, I'll have fatigue and just never finish it. But you'll say, hey, I'll do it because if it will guarantee the results, I'll do it. Well, it's not a step process. It's not seven steps and it's nice and linear and clean and neat, right? Remember, I always say that I'm not the fairy godmother. Instead of steps, we must think of growth mindset. You're learning from your mistakes, not from your perfection and not from your yamey moments. It's fantastic to have yamey moments and to celebrate yourself and celebrate your achievements. But what we learn from is our mistakes. That's where the growth happens. And when you can create the space for yourself to make mistakes, now you can make real and lasting change. And then you can identify the invisible soldier within you, the stories inside of your brain that drive your invisible soldier's actions. Remember, our brain is a story-making device. It loves to make stories. That's what we do. And often the stories, and this is what's been told to me this week from my clients is, oh no, I've done something wrong. I'm not trusted. I'm in trouble. It's up to me to get this done. I don't want them to suffer. I don't want him to be upset. That's what drove their invisible soldier to take action and to abandon themselves and to support the hierarchy, the order that they have agreed to and not even verbally agreed to. They agreed to by the invisible soldier's actions. So pay attention to these subtle yet powerful stories in the back of your brain. Notice them, speak them out loud to yourself. I can't tell you how many times my clients say it out loud to me, and then they hear the ridiculousness of their own story. And when I'm saying ridiculousness, I'm not saying from a judgment. They're like, it comes out of their mouth. And as soon as it's coming out of their mouth, they're like, oh my gosh, that's not even true. Of course they trust me. Like it was, oh, he doesn't trust me to, of course he trusts me. Like they see the cognitive dissonance in their own brain when they're speaking it out. You can also write it down. 
on paper. Get it out of your brain. It's important to get out of your head. And then get those stories out and then ask yourself, what do I want? Because here's the thing, my friend, you are not a soldier. You are a leader. You are the leader of your life. And we all have power structures that we are a part of. While I live in the United States of America, there is an existing power structure. I have in some ways, tremendous freedom. And I have different power structures in areas. There's the government power structure. There is all these different power structures that I'm always operating in. And I'm still the leader of my life. And so are you. So remember that as you're noticing this invisible soldier, stopping and not taking action is actually a big change. So that can mean not walking into the friend's house, right? And saying, thank you. I will wait out here. It can mean not being the we. It can mean not carrying out the implied desires of others. They're not even asking you to carry it out. You're just doing it. I've done that for decades, right? Oh, they say something, I go get it done. It's not even asked of me. It's brilliant. (laughs) I had to work on stopping that one. So this is going to be uncomfortable for you and for the relationships that you're part of because there've been implied agreements over the years in regards to what you do and your behavior. So my friend, be willing to be uncomfortable. It will be really good on the other side. Give yourself the space so you can figure out what you want, desire, and are able to do. And then speak to it and create it for yourself. All right, my friend, I'm smelling big for you. Be gentle with yourself. Give yourself grace and be compassionate. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you'll love my weekly emails. I know you're thinking, Corinne, really? Do I want another email in my overflowing inbox? Yes, you do. Yippee, skippy, you do. These are short. They're sweet. On Fridays, I send out the Friday podcast. It's a great reminder that there's a new show and it comes straight into your inbox of the latest episode. Awesome. You click on it, you go straight because we all need reminders. We have busy full lives. And then on Sundays, I have my Sunday love column. And these are emails I write from the heart. They're filled with love. We need more love. We all do, myself included. These are short emails where you get a quick takeaway so you can incorporate this into your life. Because people often want to know what to do and how to do it. And maybe sometimes it's a story that you get, or there's like one time I wrote about the 10 ways to practice gratitude. And that became such a great tool when one of the readers was struggling in the middle of the night, because it can be a scary place in our brains in the middle of the night. And she remembered the email that I sent about 10 ways to practice gratitude. And she was able to practice gratitude and fall back asleep. And that was an awesome lesson for her to incorporate into her life. Go to the show notes and there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up and get these emails in your box. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.